Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to continue our study of the Tao Te Ching with a eye, an eye for how the verses of the week apply to us as students of astrology. So we're going to be looking at verses 61 and 62. You don't have to have seen any of the previous episodes. You can really dive into the series anywhere. All of the verses of the Tao Te Ching provide timeless, beautiful wisdom. And what we do is we read through two of them every week. And then just compare and contrast what ancient mystics had to say about the study of astrology, um, finding those meaningful comparisons between the Tao Te Ching and my practice as an astrologer has been a part of my life for many years now. A lot of people sometimes ask, where do you get the inspiration to write your daily talks? A lot of it comes from regular reading of the Tao Te Ching, which is one of my favorite like inspirational spiritual texts of all time. So. We're going to look at verses 61 and 62. We'll read through them once. We'll read through them a second time, and then we'll pause during the second time through to reflect on each verse in light of our study of astrology. And we do this in order to remind ourselves of, you know, what, why are we here doing this and of what benefit is it for our spiritual lives? Um, it's good to do that because otherwise astrology can sometimes devolve into just sort of like a celestial gossip column. Like, what's going to happen? Oh, my God. It's important to remember why we care at all about what's happening and, and um, you know, why we're here. So anyway, with that being said, I also want to uh, remind all of you to like and subscribe if you're new to the channel, especially we're getting close to 50,000 subscribers. Really excited. Got some fun things planned for that when we cross that milestone. If you ever want to find a transcript of any of my daily talks, they are on my website every day, nightlightastrology.com. We are also in the midst of promoting this channel in the last days of the year we uh, do a fundraiser, a Kickstarter every year to support the channel in the year ahead. If you want to uh, donate and help us get there, you can find the link to the Kickstarter in the description of this video or in the comments section of this video below. When you do that, uh, when you are taken over to the Kickstarter page, you can choose a reward when you donate. We have exclusive lectures that only come around um, every uh, year during the Kickstarter, for example, the astrology of 2023, a lecture that I gave on all of the major transits of the year for the year ahead, or your sun and rising sign horoscope for the year ahead. Um, those are awesome ways to, you can support us in the channel and also get something back in return that I'm not releasing anywhere else. Of course, all of my programs are also on sale. Um, we are trying to reach 1,608 backers. We are getting close to 300. Um, and so we are really thankful to everyone who's already donated. We still have a long ways to go. So, um, you know, pitch in now and, and help us get there. We have um, a couple of things that I'll mention as well. The Roots and Spheres class is on sale through the Kickstarter, the 23 Masterclass series, and then my online courses, my year one and year two programs are over 50% off through the program. And if you bundle year one and year two, you also save even more than 50% off on each course. And if you do three programs, I also have a horary class and a craft class called Readings and Passages. Um, those classes are more advanced, but they are also one-year programs and they are also on sale. So you can... And you can use those or redeem those whenever you want as well. So it's a really great way to support the channel and get an astrological education in the process that's um, really affordable. Um, we are Our big goal for the year ahead in this fundraiser is to build a donation-based reading clinic where people can come and get readings from some of my best graduates. We'll have a staff of them and you'll be able to have affordable rates. It gets them experience as readers and it helps people who might be struggling financially to be able to get a high quality astrological reading. So that's our big goal for 2023. When you support this channel, you're supporting a staff, me, my family, my work. 
Um, you're also supporting the creation of some really cool projects. So we really appreciate it. If you love this channel, if you get something good out of it, if it gives something special to you, if it makes your day once a week or once a month or, you know, five days a week, all day, all year round, uh, we're producing content. So, you know, if it means something to you, we really appreciate your patronage. Uh, this channel doesn't work without it. We, we deeply appreciate, again, everyone who's already donated. Okay, well, with that all uh, said, let's get into it. We're going to take a look at verses 61 and 62 of the Tao Te Ching today. And here we go. I'm going to put the verses up on the screen here so that if you're following along on a TV or computer that's big enough to see, then you'll be able to read along if you'd like. Go verse 61 first and then 62. We'll read it through again and then offer some reflections. Verse 61. A great state is like a river basin that receives everything flowing into it. It is the place where all things come to rest, where all the world is welcomed. The low is greater than the high. The still is greater than the restless. The low country wins over its neighbor. The still, win, the still female wins over the male. The sage wants to uplift the people. The people want to follow the sage. Only by being low does this come to be. The sage bows to the people. The people bow to the sage. And when they lift up their heads, only greatness remains. Verse 62. Tao is the treasure house, the true nature, the secret source of everything. It is the great wealth of those who are awake, the great protector of those still sleeping. If a person seems wicked, do not cast him away. Awaken him with your words. Elevate him with your deeds. Requite his injury with your kindness. Do not cast him away. Cast away his wickedness. When the emperor is crowned or the three ministers installed, they receive a gift of jade and horses. But how can this compare to sitting still and gaining the treasure of Tao? This is why the ancient masters honored the inward path of Tao. Did they not see, say, seek and you will find, err and you will be forgiven? Within, within, this is where the world's treasure has always been. Love some of the some of the pieces of that 60-second verse are just awesome. All right, let's go back to 61. We're going to reread it and then pause and offer some reflections uh, that apply to us as astrologers. Verse 61, a great state is like a river basin that receives everything flowing into it. It is the place where all things come to rest, where all the world is welcomed. The low is greater than the high. The still is greater than the restless. The low country wins over its neighbor. The still female wins over the male. The sage wants to uplift the people. The people want to follow the sage. Only by being low does this come to be. The sage bows to the people. The people bow to the sage. And when they lift up their hearts, only greatness. When they lift up their heads, only greatness remains. So, as I've said a few times before, the Tao Te Ching often focuses on um, the leadership of a nation, country, village, city, um, and is a text that is supposed to form uh, like the philosophy or advice given to leaders. Um, but often it will flow back and forth between wisdom that is applicable to anyone and the wisdom that is necessary for creating a peaceful community. Um, I will speak now to that part of this verse that is a little bit more personal in nature. But it's it, it can easily be 
there's a personal takeaway here, even though some of what's being said has to do with the harmony of a state or community. If you think about what makes for um, peace, wisdom, serenity, growth, um, and, and healing within a group or community, 61 is telling us that in such a community, everything is, is welcome. And um, there is a way in which the distinctions between who has a lot and who has a little, like the low and the greater, the low and the high, um, is often reversed because everyone recognizes within an enlightened group or community, even a family, that the, the low moments or the times when one member of a group or family is lower than another who is higher, um, all play a, a really important role in what the group is as a whole and what it stands to learn and, and where it stands to grow and heal because of what it is as a whole. And the, the way in which I see a similarity between this idea and astrology is that in astrology, we have the idea that the gods never come alone, that they always come in a community, that the heavens are um, like a picture of the divine as a community, as a body with lots of parts, and that every part is really important. So even though we have this functional language in ancient astrology, for example, of malefics and benefics, good doers and bad doers, literally in the Greek. It was understood, it was implicit in the ancient um, texts that they were all equally important in the sense of the cosmos being a well-arranged divine whole. And that somehow a wise person, a sage, an astrologer is able to recognize this. And that even though people will come to the astrologer really worried about the bad stuff and really wanting to have the good stuff or naturally privileging certain kinds of things over others, certain hierarchies that establish our sense of value or worth or beauty or talent or ability or reputation, um, there is a way in which the astrologer as sage, not just, you know, cosmic gossip columnist, but as as a sagely endeavor, the astrologer sees that every single planet and every single aspect and every single part of every single chart is necessary and beautiful. And with this, with this knowledge, um, an astrologer should be able through a chart reading to uplift someone and, or at least help free them from the limiting perceptions that they might have. I, for example, people come in to speak to me all the time and they'll come in with perceptions about their charts like, oh, well, Saturn is bad and this place in my chart is really difficult and I see I have like a this really challenging placement or whatever. And I feel like in a sense, my goal is to help them understand that they live in a cosmos where the whole world is welcome, where Often the low is greater than the high. The still is greater than the restless. The low country wins over its neighbor. The still female, the yin, wins over the active heroic masculine yang. That, that, that is so often the case. But 
it's really hard for us to think like that because we tend to privilege just the opposite. Heroism and action is better than stillness. Uh, being great or mighty or reputable or famous is better than being obscure or humble or quiet or, you know. So one of the things that astrology is doing over the course of long periods of time, if you keep paying attention to it, if you keep paying attention to transits, is that it will uplift you. It, it will uplift you specifically because you are able to release some of your judgments about what a good experience is and what a bad experience is, what a good planetary transit is and what a bad planetary transit is. It's funny though, because most people can't get there until they go through a stage where you first get to know the language. And as you get to know the language, you have to go through a stage where it's very clear that like Mars transits often suck, you know, and, and Jupiter transits are often much more pleasant or fun or Venus transits are much more enjoyable than, you know, a hard aspect from Saturn. But the further you go, you keep going with everything, the more that you, you reach this place where the you start to recognize that it is all welcome. So I love this verse because our own psyches are like a village or a community or a city populated by gods and presences, spirits, voices. It, they, and those are all aspects of the divine that are, um, where all the, <laughs> they're all aspects of the, the divine in, in, an, in a psychic city where the whole world is welcomed. Let's move on to verse 62. Tao is the treasure house, the true nature, the secret source of everything. It is the great wealth of those who are awake, the great protector of those still sleeping. If a person seems wicked, do not cast him away. Awaken him with your words. Elevate him with your deeds. Requite his injury with your kindness. Do not cast him away. Cast away his wickedness. I'll pause here before I go to part two of this verse. This is such a deep and simple teaching that is so common in so many different traditions, Christianity, Buddhism, yoga, uh, you know, the Sufis say, say very similar things. Common sense, our conscience, uh, some innate heart-centered quality tells us this, regardless of any religious text. And that is that our behavior is not a, an exact representation of who we are. And that we go through seasons of life acting and behaving in different ways and learning from those experiences. And the people that elevate us, that help us move from something toxic to something um, more enlightened are those people that help us recognize the difference between our, our authentic selves and some behavior. They don't condemn or judge us, but they help us to become aware of a behavior that actually isn't who we are. And isn't it beautiful that the Tao is the treasure house of our true nature, the secret source of everything. It is the great wealth of those who are aware of their own true nature. And it's also the protector of those who aren't yet aware of it. This is important because in astrology, the same fundamental distinction existed for ancient mystics that those who practice astrology often will come to astrology specifically because they're still very much stuck in identification with, you know, every transit and change and circumstantial shift in their life, driven mad with anxiety about it all. And they'll come to astrology because they'll help, they'll think the astrology can, 
you know, tell me what's going to happen. Give me some good news. And basically, um, you know, give me what I want to hear. But over time, especially because astrology often doesn't give us what we want to hear, but gives us the truth. Um, we go, we go on and suddenly we start awakening to, um, some deeper sense of self that, um, is present within the various seasons of life. And we start to recognize that we're being guided, that there is a sense of, of purpose and, um, I, it's sort of like the way that I ex explain it is it's sort of like realizing going from the planets are either cursing me or blessing me to realizing that the planets are guiding me and that that shift in consciousness happens for most people over time. If they keep practicing astrology, they go from the planets are blessing or cursing me and oh my God, which one is it going to be to, okay, there's lots of different seasons of life. I'm learning and I'm growing and the planets are guiding me. Part, the second part of this verse says, when the emperor is crowned or the three ministers installed, they receive a gift of jade and horses. But how can this compare to sitting still and gaining the treasure of Tao? This is why the ancient masters honored the inward path of Tao. Did they not say, seek and you will find, err and you will be forgiven? Within, within, this is where the world's treasure has always been. I love this. It kind of comes circles back around to the idea that although it's given advice about statecraft, in a sense, the next verse comes around to say, look, don't, don't pine after worldly privileges, leadership, stations, offices, and power. They're a part of the world, but it doesn't compare to the inner life that's gained um, through this path of Tao. And when you seek for real treasure, your authentic nature, um, you'll find it. If you mess up along the way, uh, you'll be forgiven and you're being guided. It's kind of reiteration of this idea that you're being guided. If you're looking for the real thing, you'll find it. And if you mess up along the way, you'll be forgiven if you're looking for the real thing. It's a pretty beautiful promise. Within, within, this is where the world's treasure has always been. There's a verse, and I believe it's Vettius Valens or Firmicus Maternus. And I'm forgetting it off the top of my head, the exact line, but it says something to the effect of people who study astrology, the sage who studies astrology is not bothered because of the fluctuations of fortune for they have developed an inner life and they're confident in their soul. And this is what the Tao is giving us over and over as well as instructions for how to be in the world. So it's, it's kind of does both at once. And astrology, if you ask me, does the same thing. Over and over, it tells us in, a, in great description about the different seasons of life that will play out literally in your career, in your marriage, with your kids. And you have to deal with those. You have to live those. They can give you advice for what to expect and how to approach those different seasons. But it will also always be pointing to the need to cultivate an inner life rather than being too uh, caught up in or anxious about the externals. And the Tao is really the same thing over and over and over every verse. So uh, I hope that you take some inspiration for this. I hope you're having a great weekend. Remember, we are on a mission. 
Uh, we are looking for the help of 1,608 backers from this channel to break last year's record, to help us build a donation-based reading clinic, um, to help keep this channel alive and well, to uh, you know, take care of a staff of people and the production of this content five days a week. If you like this channel, if it means something to you, if it is a part of your life that is meaningful and substantive, please donate if you can. And if you can't, send up some prayers for us that we'd meet our goals. Um, you can find the link to the Kickstarter in the description of this video or the comments section of this video below. And I hope you're having a great weekend. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.